I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to another Lowdown video with Johnny and Dana. We are the Borough Podcast that gives you all of your Borough Lowdowns in a podcast. Uh, Borough have signed uh, Dan Balassa for £900,000, rising to £1.5 million on a three-and-a-half-year uh, three deal from Rotherham. Dana, we said at the start of the season that Dan Balassa was on our radar. Um, we've now signed him, so I feel like your overall assessment is going to be really positive, right? So um, what's your assessment on the signing of Dan Balassa? Yeah, really, really good. Big fan of the deal. Picking up a, a good value player from a poorly performing team, which I think is our probably our place in the market now. I think long gone are the days of spending big bucks on good performing players and good performing teams. It's just something of the past now. And I think the Barlasser deal probably represents a, a new leaf, turning over a, a new page for Borough. And I'm really happy that we've brought him in. He's a very good player. He should be playing at a better place club than, than Rotherham. Um, and it goes with all of Rotherham fans' well wishes. You know, we got a, a tweet from a Rotherham fan saying that, you know, he's a joy to watch, get him on it as much as possible. And he run the game. He's got a tackle, intercepts a lot, can run with it. Vision is unreal. He's got a goal in him, a cruel cross from corners. He's got just about everything apart from pace. Once he gets in, he will stay. So it's always really good to hear good things about um, players that you're signing. And um, mm. yeah, there's another one. Dan Barlasa gets uh, a lot of well wishes from Rotherham fans, which is fantastic to hear. Yeah, he seems like a jack of all trades by the by that tweet, isn't it? Mm. Like he can he can yeah, do definitely. it all. Like you know, he can spin plates, can juggle, you know, can <laughs> sing, dance, tap. You know, he's like, got a high level on cooking, mama. Yeah, you know what I mean. He can do it all. You know, he can climb trees. You know, he's he's that type of guy that'll save you out of like a car crash or anything like you know, Dan Balassi. <laughs> he can just do everything, can't he? Um, but no, he's he's a he's a really exciting sign, isn't he? You know, I think he's a really talented boy. Um, you know. A good good range of passing, and you know, I think he's I think he's second highest in the um, the rankings for assists this season from midfield. I think is it Ryan Giles just got more, which is also strange to have those top two players in the squads. Um, and, and I they're think both on the same amount, they've both got seven assists amount. this season. Yeah, same so amount. Again, again, still a, a fantastic, you know. And, when we when we seen for Rotherham and you know in his previous clubs, he, he just looks like a, a boy who's who's really grown into championship football, but also the trajectory that he can go on, I think, is still even a lot higher. I think he's definitely a Premier League player uh, in the waiting, and you know to get him for nine hundred thousand pound, and I know he could have been a free in the summer, which you can't really, you know, you can't take that risk because he's he he would have probably went to a good side uh, in the summer mm. to, to secure the to the, uh, his services to get it for the deal that we have 
Um, I think I'd be raging if I was Rotherham to let him go off probably for that much. But I think it's a really, really good deal for us. I'm really, really excited by him and to see where he fits in the side. But I think we'll come into that in, in just a moment. But then I, I think we should get um, a lower down from a Rotherham perspective. I know we got that tweet there, but we did speak to the New York Talk podcast to give us a bit more insight on Dan Balassa. Dan Balassa's style of play is we often we were burned to the previous manager to sort of the quarterback, uh, sort of sits quite deep and sort of can ping it out left, right and centre. Um, that maybe undersells him a little bit because he does everything else pretty well as well. He, he's, his best attributes are his passing range. Um, you know, his, his little passes inside are fantastic. His vision is, is brilliant, but he also has the option to ping the ball, ping the ball to the other side of the pitch um, and to make it so easy for the wide players to run to the ball. He's, he's, he's one of the passes, one of the best we've seen in Rotherham in a long, long time. Um, that's that's obviously a key area. Uh, his distribution, his set pieces are excellent. You know, he takes all the corners and free kicks for us, or did obviously. Um, so that'll be something to interest to see uh, if, if that continues with him. With obviously going to the going to the new club, uh, I think his, his energy and his work rate does go sort of un, un, under the radar because how good his passing is and everything else is. I think it goes under the radar. He, he's really, really good at sort of chasing the ball down. He often start the press a couple of times um, when when we needed him to. Uh, he is a very, very hard working player, or has certainly has been in the system that we needed him to, needed him to be in. Um, so he's going to be a huge miss because of because of those number of things. His possible weakness for Dan Ballas is there aren't many because he is that good at this level. One of his issues is he does sometimes hold onto the ball a little bit too long, um, and for for us when he because he, he played so deep in that in that midfield when he lost the ball the defence were instantly under pressure. So it, that 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 is one area that is an issue. It cost us a couple of goals last season, um, which in the end it didn't cost didn't cost us a result, but it it, it, can, it can at times. Um, Put, put us under a little bit of pressure. Um, when he's having when he's having an off day, he looks like he's not playing very well. It's like he's not bothered. Um, but there for us, they they were very very few and far between. Uh, to be fair to him, uh, his time at Rotherham has been a massive success. He came to us pre-COVID. It must have been twenty nineteen season, twenty nineteen twenty season, and he came with it. He looked look like a boy, and he now got he now goes having two promotions under his belt, a Wembley win. Um, and put us in a position, helped us get into a position to hopefully stay up this season. So he goes with the best wishes of every single Rotherham fan, I think. His, his skill and his quality is up there as one of the best we've seen, like I mentioned a minute ago, in a very, very, very long time. He's such a good player, such a likeable lad as well. Looking after meeting him a few times. We've had him on our podcast a couple of, t- a couple of times as well. He's just a great, great guy as well. So humble, down to earth. You know, there's not one of these typical footballers that's over the, thinks bigger than themselves. And that's been a big part of. It's been obvious on the pitch. That's that's sort of how he plays. Um, I think he'll be a great success at Middlesbrough. I think the, the price you've paid is, is probably a fair price. You know, if he had longer his contract, it probably be more. But I have absolutely no doubt it'll be an absolute success. And I, I think he can play in the Premier League. That's how good I think he is. Um, and I, I hope for his sake that he does, because all Rotherham fans wish him the absolute best. There's me saying to snip and then uh, they're giving it a, a fair price. But I mean, you know, look, I think that. Uh, and also, thank you very much for that as well, guys. And um, look, but Dan Ballas, Dan, I think we, we've heard a Rotherham perspective uh, now, but we've also done some digging ourselves. Um, so, what can we expect from, from Dan Ballas then? From, from what you've seen, what impresses you? A lot of creativity and a different option of basically that 
creative value in the team it lessens the burden on Giles it gives us that option to be able to create from the center of the pitch which I think has maybe been something that we've been lacking um you know with Housen and and Hackney they're probably more the type to probably pass to somebody a little bit more creative whereas Barlasa is the creative option in the team and his output for a player that I, I wouldn't necessarily say that he's not um, established in the championship but he's definitely played more games in League One to have seven assists from a, an expected assists number of 5.6 marginally overperforming that is really really good he has the ninth highest expected assists in the championship he's just uh, he's got a really good um, range of vision he can ping a ball a bit of a Hollywood baller shall we say but he, <laughs> he also spots the spaces he spots the spaces he's got incredible vision um, decent feet although not quick in his body movements, I do think he's quite adept at getting out of sticky uh, situations. I would be a little bit concerned, however, if he was pressed quite aggressively, but he's got a really, really good cross on him as well, kind of Giles-esque. Uh, and as I said, it does lessen that burden on Giles because to have two real creative outlets in the team um, is far greater than just having the one. So I'm really excited, you know, um, thinking about Cameron Archer's performance yesterday. You've got to think him getting onto those balls would be fantastic. He, he like, loves to play them in space, in behind. You think Cameron Archer is fantastic at getting in behind from what we've seen at Preston, from the little that we've seen of him at Middlesbrough. Really, really good. And yeah, I think he's probably um, the missing piece in, in midfield. Carrick referred to Cameron Archer as the missing piece up front, but I think um, Dan Barlasser is definitely the missing piece in midfield. So um, I'm really, really happy that we've brought him in. Comparing him to Giles, um, you know, Dan Barlasser comes the closest to, to Borough's top-ranked player, Ryan Giles, in, in the following starts. Key passes per 90, uh, Ryan Giles on 2.1, uh, Dan Barlasser on 1.78, and expected assists per 90, uh, Ryan Giles is on 0.29, and Dan Barlasser is on 0.21. So incredibly, incredibly close there. A, a really key creative mm. asset for us. A fantastic passing ability, loves to get the ball in behind. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what, what Dan Barlasser could do at Middlesbrough. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have 
and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I think with with his numbers as well, like and and we you know we bring a lot of data in this podcast now, and we we try to dissect as much as we can what with with football and, and data. You know, there's so many variables. You know, like how was the team play? How were they playing against? Mm. How was that press? And you know, I think to, to see him outperform a lot of his stats and really high performing in the poor team, but also the way that they're trying to play football and at Rotherham as well. That, that that impresses me the most and you know I think where you, you are looking at more of his defensive stats as well and you want to look at how he compares to House and, and and Hackney I think he doesn't I think I believe Hackney and House and perform in, in certain elements of I think it's more of his defensive style of his game I think in inceptions and and progressive passes but saying that he's going to be playing in this system now where Mills were a bit more dominant on the ball we're going to have a bit more luxury we're going to have a bit more time and space and you know, yes, he might get pressed, but you know, a really good footballer is always in good spaces. Um, you, if if you can find a good space on the football pitch, and you always find yourself in space, that's really good signs of a good game intelligence and his ability to do that, and also get the vision in for Archer to play it behind. I think could be really exciting for us. But also saying that, you know, if we play him with Crooks up front there as well, it could just be a quick thing for Middlesbrough to get the ball to Balassa play at Crux's feet, give him go to Akpom and get the ball out wide and try and get past mm. the wingers, uh, wing backs from that way. So there's a lot of different options we can bring in. I think that he's a, a very, very good signing um, for us. And it, it, for me, and it sounds ridiculous, but I'm just excited by it. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think it sounds ridiculous. I think it's, you know, mm. he's a good, good signing, something that we need in midfield. So I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. with you there with the excitement. Yeah. And like the things were like that's like where, you say, oh, well, we haven't spent five plus million on him. You know, he doesn't come in with that expectation of, you know, he's came from a huge club. He's expected to hit the ground running and everyone's wanting him to perform superbly well. I feel like he's coming in with a low fee. Yes, we really love him. And I think that might play in a bit of a narrative. You know, obviously people listen to this podcast and that can get relayed back. But um, I just think it's such a good bit of business for us. And I think in terms of replacing him, D, where do you think he's going to fit in? Because you know, Housen has played quite well this season, but the, you know, let's not let's not deny it. He's in his mid thirties now. Hayden Hackney's came from absolutely nowhere and just hit the ground running and been and, and probably grown every game. And he's he's performing at such a good level at the moment. But where do you think Dan Balassa fits into the side now? I think he's probably a long-term replacement for Housen, and it's good that we brought in somebody that I think you can assume, safely assume, that he's probably that. Because as you said, House is coming to the end of his career now. He's been a fantastic servant for us. But there are times where I thought maybe we could rotate him with somebody else, but we don't really have the option. I, I kind of will say that I feel like Dan Barnas is what we expected Alex Moore to be. So his position mm. in the in the squad is going to be interesting, but... Um, I, I did have a look at a few clips of Dan Balas's tackling because I just wanted to know his defensive um, capabilities compared to Housen. And I will say, I know it kind of contradicts what we what we 
sort of spoke there about uh, from that Rotherham fan. But his his tackling didn't seem all that strong, um, if I'm honest. Mm. It did seem a little bit like um, there'd be some situations where you're going for the tackle, it would be a little bit, you know, weak's probably not the right word, although it's the only word I could think of in this context, so I'm just going to have to say it. But it, it kind of felt like a lot of the time from what I was seeing, and I looked at clips from the, the whole of this season and part of last season as well, albeit a little part of last season, it just kind of felt like he was going in for the tackle and then it just wasn't strong enough to actually regain possession. But I have heard from Rotherham fans that his tackling's fine. So I'm going to trust them. But it was just something I noticed on the eye test. Um, I mean, his, his tackling is on par with um, House and Hackley's in terms of tackles won. You know, tackles attempted 43, tackles won 26. House and tackles attempted 44, tackles won 27. Hackney, um, 31 tackles attempted, 15 tackles won. Obviously, Hackney's played considerably less games than the two of them because um, I think Dan Ballas has played every game, but um, you know the the game week just gone. I don't even know if Rotherham were playing anyway because it was FA Cup weekend. But just a really um, seems like a very well rounded player is the Rotherham fan insight was was offering us. I think he's probably the house and replacement. And also just to sort of side note with Dan Bartlasser, his pass completion rate is quite low. Um, but I think that's because he's the type to try to play those risky passes and try to find the gaps and to essentially not play the safe pass. He's not afraid to maybe play passes that no one else would see on a, on a football pitch. I think Michael Carrick will really, really like him. And I'm not surprised that, that Carrick has picked him up and has said good things about him in the, in the first interview that we've, that we've sort of seen um, that he, you know, he wanted Dan Barlasser for a while. So oh, he's liked him for a while. Sorry. So yeah, I think he's probably the long-term replacement to, to Housen. Yeah. And with, with that as well, like to, to round it off and, you know, obviously, the, you were saying there around attempting to to make the pass. I think the the fact that he attempts attempts it is the really key thing because you know you see a lot of in the championship now where teams are, are not willing enough to, to take that risk when there's a, a good option on. And sometimes you do lose possession in key moments in games, and you can be punished for it. But I think sometimes you've got to try and make sure that you you still do it and you still have the confidence to do it. And I stress to fans, if players are doing this like high risk type of football, that just, just to relax a bit because Mm. it will happen. And sometimes it fails miserably and sometimes it's successful or when it is successful, it's very, very good. But there's also thing that when you were saying there, they're on like who he's he's replacing, you know, I think the natural instinct is to put house in, in, in Hackney as you too. But also I would, I wouldn't, would not mind to see uh, Dan Balassa in, in place of Riley McGree or uh, Akpom if we were to switch ever so slightly um, in, our, in our system in, in terms of game management. I wouldn't drop Akpom at the moment. I wouldn't drop McGree at the moment. But in terms of like tactical flexibility, I think what Balassa could really do is um, he could unlock teams on that left or right-hand side where he doesn't have to you know, run up and down the line. He's playing much more of a central floor and position and he has that ability and that vision to try and get those wingers and like the likes of Giles, like the likes of Force to get in behind and really play those nice little through balls. And for me, that could be something that we could maybe see in tweak, but also if he was to play in more of like a, an Akpom position and we were wanting to see a game out and control it, I think he's really good in terms of his ball progression and also not just the, in keeping possession as well and knowing where that safe pass or that next pass is that's where he can come in really handy. So I feel like he could maybe fit into those positions as well if we wanted to. Um, I feel like he's more of a deep, I mean, he's a deep line playmaker. Yeah. That's essentially his role. I don't think, 
he would probably, I don't think he'd be played further forward. I, I could see, obviously, you're thinking in that, but he's more to play the, the progressive pass than I feel like if he's in a more advanced mm. position, he's the one to receive the progressive pass. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I think he's a deep line playmaker, somebody that's going to take it in those deep midfield positions and want to spray out wise. Uh, and a lot of the time when you hear, like, uh, you know, he's, he's very direct, it, it's often kind of lumped in with the or long ball hoof it, but with Dan Balasser, it's very. He's, it's very measured. You can see he's looking up, he's seeing the movement. If there's any movement in behind from Archer, from Force, from Aggrieve, Akpom, whoever it is, he's going to pick that up. And I think that's a really good option for Bora to have. So I think to, to have him operating in those deep lying sort of midfield areas um, is really, really good. I mean, he's completely more total uh, progressive passes than anyone else in, in the Bora squad to define a, a progressive pass. It's a forward pass that attempts to advance a team significantly closer to the opposition's goal. So yeah, I think... Yeah, he's definitely in that house in our Hackney position. Um, I think for now, you might see Hayden Hackney dropped. Um, I mentioned it in our our Sunday pod. It's probably easier to drop um, Hackney as opposed to Housen, just because of you know he's a young player, manages minutes, etc. But yeah, it's going to be interesting because who I think right now he doesn't get in the team, which is crazy. But it's just the way that the the two of them are playing at the moment, House and Hackney. So really good options for for Carrick to have. And I think this is a really good deal. Hopefully it actually transpires that it's the case because I think we've seen a lot of the time that we've signed a good player. They just have it. It hasn't quite materialised for them. But with Dan Barlasser, it seems like he's got all the tools to be able to really flourish in this team. Mm. Yeah, competition increases performance. You know, it really does. Mm. And yeah. if a play, if 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 we can get a better, the most out of Housen and Hackney with Barcelona, even just being in the building, then that's nine hundred k worth spent if it gets you promoted at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, but Dana, thank you very much uh, for joining me as always, and to the listeners and the viewers on YouTube and your podcast provider. Don't forget to give us a five star rating on your podcast provider. Subscribe and give us a thumbs up on YouTube as well, because that helps us get found, grow, and all all that kind of fun stuff as well. But for right now, this has been the lowdown on Bambala and on Dan Balassa. Ban Balassa there, I said there. Uh, Dan Balassa. This has been the Borough Breakdown podcast. And that was like a Dan Balassa chatter in a pod. Up the Borough Breakdown. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 